All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of I Can't Stress This Enough. I'm your host, Tiffany Shafree, and I am so excited for today's episode. Um, It is called, well, actually, I actually can't decide if I want to call it Songs with Names or Say My Name, but we'll get into that later. Um, But anyways, I would like to introduce my guest, my friend, Leslie. Um, She's a big music head, uh, works at Spotify. Leslie, welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Also, I like the title, Say My Name. I think that's where you should go. Okay, okay. I'm going to go with that one then. I was like, which one do I want to go with? Um, Okay, cool. So uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about songs that have names in them. Um, I'm really excited. I know that, Leslie, you have a good list. Uh, We both are, like, really, really big music fanatics, so we did not cheat, like, A lot of my episodes, I'm like, I want to think of this from the top of my head. I don't want to see what's online. So I'm excited to see what you have and what I have. And I know that we have some, like, of the same song. So um, we'll get into that. But first, I wanted to talk about, like, just music news. I feel like there's a lot happening right now. Um, Adele is coming. (laughs) How do you feel about Adele? Did you listen to the snippet um, that that she played on her Instagram Live? So I'm starting shaking the table early. Not a huge Adele fan. It's one of those people. Oh. Like, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> she oh can gosh. sing very clearly. But she's one of those who, like, I respect her talent. But her music doesn't okay. really do much for me and my soul. <laughs> so it's, like, excellent singer, cool. But I'm not Adele Hive. But she looks oh amazing. Not to reduce women to their looks. Wow. But she looks incredible. Not Leslie coming out the gate choosing violence. Can't <laughs> be recording on a Sunday. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm excited. Um, I'm a big Adele fan. I was watching the live live, and um, when she played that snippet, I actually got emotional. But I respect your opinion and your. And thoughts. I love that for um, you. I love that for you. <laughs> well, I I'm I'm very excited. Um, I also love how much she loves Beyonce. I think that the the way that she's such a fan is like it makes you even more of a fan of her. Like the way she yeah. stands Beyonce, I'm just like, uh, I I love you. The and blueprint. Then she is the blueprint for Beyonce fans because the way she got she, up there at the Grammy Awards and said this belongs to Beyonce, that's what you're supposed to do. And the way that you make my black friends feel like, yes, thank yes. you. And then yes. I didn't read her full article that she did um, or her full interview, but I read like snippets of it. And she was saying like, I believe she was saying like she had kept up that picture of her with the Bantu knots because she was like, she had to learn a lesson. And if she took it down, it's like, it's like, well, what, you know, what did I learn? Like, I'm going to keep this up, you know, as a, as a reminder to myself. And I appreciate that, like, as a white woman, because, you know, we, we, you know, we'll get into, we'll get into the culture oh, yes, in will. a minute. <laughs> but um, I appreciate her because I feel like she, she, like, listens and she, like, knows, like, her place, like, her privilege and, like, things like that. And um, I just, I love her. And I love when she comes, comes back and, like, she's just, she's so human. Like, she's such a relatable, like, celebrity and and musician and um i know that you're not crazy about her music but i absolutely love her music um she was my ringtone up until this year yes i had a ringtone hello it was hello it was my ringtone okay makes sense sense. i see what you did there Um, 
yeah yeah it was only a few people knew that because like obviously we kind of keep our phones on vibrate these days um but when it wasn't on vibrate that was the ringtone and people would be like is everything okay and i'd be like mind your business <laughs> this is, this is finally off topic, but i remember telling you like i really like the new lord album and you're like sis is everything okay like it became a wellness check <laughs> like, that's what it was like when your phone rang listen <laughs> Is everything okay? Is everything okay? <laughs> okay, another album, or Adele's coming. We don't know when the album is coming. But Silk Sonic finally gave us an album date, um, I guess, announcement. How do you feel? Do you like Silk Sonic? See, it's like, I love them separately. But together, okay. there is some, like, oh, dare I say, like, corniness factor that it's a lot for me to put. <laughs> But, like, I am a huge Anderson fan, and I like Bruno. Mm-hmm. Like, Bruno's cool mm-hmm. to me, but, like, together, it's just overbearing. I don't know if they're, like, <laughs> trying too hard to lean into the, like, Motown thing. It's like, we get it. We get it. But I don't know. But either way, again, talented men, excited to see what comes from it. Because I'm, like, there's, I'm, I feel like whatever they come out with, I'm, I'm going to enjoy three to four songs. Mm-hmm. But yeah. am I going for it with the rest of the girls? Not right now. She's choosing violence again, y'all. It's fine. Though. <laughs> I love, I love, um, I love leave the door open. The second single, I don't, I can't even think of what it was called. Like it just came and it went. It was not. It was like special, skate or something, right? Probably skate. Yeah, I'm like interesting. It's so funny because on Bruno's last album, he had like perm, and I feel like we should have seen this direction coming for him, coming like with him. Um, but I, I think it's funny that you said. All the way through. I cannot make it through it's, that song. I'm like, stop it. Knock it off. <laughs> Throw some perm on your attitude. You gotta relax. I'm like, all right, all right, Bruno. All right. Um, it's giving it's giving just for me vibes, but not quite. Yes. Like <laughs> But I love Bruno. Um, he is a fellow Libra. Shout out to the Libra, still Libra season. Um, I think Cardi B's birthday is actually tomorrow. Well, It'll be yesterday when this comes out. But Cardi B's birthday is coming up. Shout out to oh. another legendary Libra. But um, I'm excited. I just feel like they've been talking about music for so long that I'm like, oh, I forgot y'all didn't release a project. Like, right. Oh. I heard they were having label issues. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so I, I guess we'll see. But I feel like I, I see what you say about Courtney. I'm just... I feel like they're gonna either have some like spray can, like some barbershop moment, or like I just see so mm-hmm. many like um, opportunities that they're gonna do, and I know that they'll probably will be on the BET Awards. I do appreciate that Bruno performs at the BET Awards because there are a lot of artists who think they're like too good, and I know that like mm-hmm. he's not black, but I appreciate that he also gives acknowledgement to to the culture yeah. you know what i mean like he could just be like i love that about him yeah i love that about him I um, feel which like brings he's, us he's like he's not black but he right. pays homage constantly which is like that's what you're supposed to do hey i'm not i'm not part of the culture as in terms of being black but i understand where the influences come from backup singers mm-hmm. always all black he is constantly talking about prince michael jackson these are my influences and he clearly respects the culture and he's not just mm-hmm. there you know of course he made money off of it but he's not a culture vulture which i think you're about to transition into 
I was gonna say like it's just so clear like there's like a clear difference between like him and like a Justin Timberlake and like listen I thank used you. to thank be, you like in sync down I love justified future sex love sounds um and even 2020 like but it's just it's really clear it's it's purposeful and intentional the way that like Bruno goes about like his music and um just acknowledging you know the influence and and it's right. I appreciate it, which, you know, makes me enjoy his work that much more. So. Agreed. All right. So next. (laughs) A lot of people were introduced to Jesse Nelson this weekend, which Mm -hmm. was interesting to watch. Um, I, I knew of Little Mix. I like a few of their songs. um, And she, I wasn't surprised when she departed from the group. Like I saw it coming when she took a break and she, she did go through, some stuff in the group but honestly everybody like it's just a, a certain level level of toxicity that comes when you're in a band like Absolutely. destiny's child one direction like it's just it's it unfortunately that's just um how it is and so she like ended up leaving and going solo um fifth harmony sorry i forgot fifth harmony um mm-hmm. but anyway so she had this song with Nicki minaj and I just, when I first saw it, I was like, I already know, I already know what Twitter is going to say. I already know, like, she's going right into it. And I, I thought, like, I thought the sample, I mean, it was fine. The song is, like, whatever. I think for a first, for her first solo song, I, like, no. Like, it wasn't, it's not doing, it's not giving what it was supposed to give. The video's not giving what it was supposed to give. The song's not giving what it was supposed to give. Um, I liked Nikki's verse. Um, I've been seeing mixed responses to it. I think a lot of people, or it seems a lot of people are upset that Diddy and Nikki, two black artists, co-signed this mm-hmm. sample in this song. Um, I do think it's really interesting. Um, you know, I don't know if you know this, but like I recently became a Nicki Minaj fan, which has been hard with everything going on. So I've been like, kinda, yeah, how are you kind of like? You know, it's a really rough time. Like, yeah. I just, I just, it's it's really hard. Um, I I will say she is very talented, but it I it's I'm not one of those people who can separate like the art from the artist. Like, I'm I'm just not. So, um, I just haven't been listening to her as much, and um, that's sad because there's so much music that I still need to listen to that I just haven't been exposed to by Nicki Minaj. But it's yep. just really hard with you know what she's you know doing and so this this verse i thought it was fine um but yeah i think this song is gonna i, I i'm like jesse you you gotta go back to the drawing board like your your team somebody on your team like did not set you up for success they failed you they did they did and um on tiktok she turned the comments off um i've seen her video a few times stitched people being like this is a white woman because if you look <laughs> at it I'm not saying she looks black, but she is giving. She, she is blackfishing, in my opinion. Like she look, she does not look like a she white. She was giving woman. Kimberly Jones. <laughs> she was. What do you think? What do you think about the song in the video? Oh, it's so many thoughts, and I'm sorry, none of them are positive. Um, it's like, first of all, <laughs> Bad Boy is my favorite '90s collective, so. Mm. Like, I hold 90 or 2000. So I hold that everything about that very dear to my heart. So to see that happen was very hurtful. But to see Diddy involved with it, I'm like, y'all got to start gatekeeping a bit more. Like, 
don't talk about how valuable our culture is and how precious it is if this is what you do. Because I'm sure the bag was heavy. I'm sure that that verse was not cheap. I'm sure that cameo was not cheap. I'm sure that clearance, the clearance for that sample was very expensive. But like at some point, when do you become protective of the culture? And this is not it. Like y'all said, this is a British white woman. She mm-hmm. wasn't outside for bad boys for life. She may have enjoyed it, but I don't even know she did. I feel like it's <laughs> giving this is cool right now, just like a lot of white artists do when they're trying to establish that they're rebels. What do they do? They go to yeah. hip hop artists. They, you know, cosplay as black people. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not okay anymore. And clearly, people aren't buying it. So yeah, I was very disappointed in it all. And like the song is just mid. If you're gonna do that, let's let the song be fire. It was right, not. right. It did not give what it was supposed to give. Okay, so it currently has, as of right now, it currently has five million views. <clears throat> it came out three days ago. Um, I'm just reading through. A lot of obviously the Nikki fans are not going to let this. They're gonna do their best to not let it fail. I just don't know if Nikki is enough for this to not fail, you know? And I can't believe I'm saying that because, like, usually she is, but, like, I I don't know. Um, and I also, like, I think it's really interesting they call, apparently she's called the UK baddie, and I'm like, who signed off on that? Like, right. who, are you calling yourself that or did somebody give you that name? Because if you gave yourself that name, that's not how this works. Like, right. that's not how this works at all. And I'm trying to think, like, in my in my opinion, I mean, my UK baddie is Adele. Like, she, you know, she may not be your traditional baddie, but, like, if I'm thinking, like, UK baddie, or maybe, I, mean, I don't know if Dua Lipa would consider herself a baddie. I just, there's so many other UK artists that I would right. associate UK baddie with before thinking of Jessie. But, you know. I want to hear from our cousins from across the pond. Like, I want to know what they have to say. Our, you know, baked beans and toast cousins. Yeah, baked beans I and toast. I want to know their Twitter. thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to know too. And then um, I did see something on Twitter. I was trying to check the video that that like during the basketball scene there was only black dancers. <laughs> right. I'm just like okay, all right. But it it, it is weird because I'm like, this is so American and and yeah, it's like it's an American cultural reference. And I'm not saying like, you know, people outside of America can't experience it, but it just seems really. All of it just seems really weird. Like, it just seems off. And I'm like, was this your favorite movie growing up? Like, I'm just trying to understand, like, where this came from. Um, It also made me laugh that people thought she was saying black boys instead of bad boys. (laughs) I mean, that's what she meant, though. I mean, it's interchangeable, unfortunately, which is another reason why I don't like this shit. I'm like, "Mm, mm mm-mm-mm. It's it's giving stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, giving fetishization. It's weird. It's really weird. And I've been seeing so many really good tweets that were like, if you're gonna cultural appropriate, at least like do it right. Like they're not even being original. And then a lot of talk about like, you know, Gwen Stefani, um, who else? Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, but really, like, if you're gonna do it, like do it right. Right. <laughs> like, you have yeah, and I'm like, I don't even, I, I, I'm like, who, I guess this was specifically for the Jesse and Nicki Minaj fans, because I don't think anybody else outside of that really likes it. Um, right, you're not getting seen, with this. 
Right. And I've seen Nikki fans being like, just stream, just stream it. <laughs> stream it for Nikki. And so I'm like, okay, girl. Um, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess, right. Uh, yeah. Did you have any more thoughts? It just hurts. <laughs> I'm gonna just say that. <laughs> it hurts. It's just like that video was so great. Like the original. Like having Ben Stiller having Ben Stiller was like a great surprise. And like Diddy being in this was so predictable and just like it didn't have the same impact. Maybe also because I'm older now, right? So like I'm no longer the however old I was, what, thirteen years old watching BET all the time, so seeing the video all the time, and maybe that's part of the reason why like I'm not having the same reaction, but it's still just like Damn, we have been warned. Dame Dash has been telling us about culture vultures for the longest. And just because he delivers it in a very abrasive manner does not mean he's not correct. He's wrong. Right. You know, a broken clock is what? Correct twice a day. Twice hey. a day. Yes. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. I'm not feeling this. And I'm also just like, girl, it's 2021 and we still doing this. Like, you had to have known this was going to come. Like, I don't know. But uh, again, somebody on, somebody on her, maybe she don't have black people on her team. Maybe that's what it is, because like yeah. I just feel like the recipe for this was disaster. But you know, uh, we'll see. We'll see. What Maybe happens. she's of the you know all publicity is good publicity camp, which I think is nonsense. But it I doubt be- it because she left Little Mix because she was being bullied and mm-hmm. getting hate and stuff. So I, I doubt that. But yeah. Um, yeah. I love when Dollar says, best of luck. So best of luck to, to <laughs> Jesse Nelson. <laughs> um, two other things. The BET Hip Hop Awards were last week. They, I didn't even really pay attention to them, to be honest. Uh, I just wanted to mention that they were last week. And then our, you watched some of What did you think? I loved the Nelly medley. Like you forget just how many hits this man has until he gets up there and does it all. Um, which is incredible. He sounded great. Um, looked great as always. Nelly has been fine. <laughs> Won't be fine forever, probably. Um, and I also really enjoyed the Isaiah Rashad performance, but not necessarily because of him. Um, mm-hmm. He had Dochi came out and performed her part of his song, and I'm like, wow. Oh. To go and <laughs> she looked incredible. She sounded incredible. Um, although I was disappointed by um, Bia's performance. Mm. She performed, of course, a whole lot of money, and Lil John came out because he has, you know, his song "Bia Bia," which is one of my favorites from him. And like, he yeah, just yeah. tore the energy around because Bia did not come through. Like, and I understand it's a big stage, and I'm sure her outfit—you probably couldn't move a lot in the outfit she had on anyway. But <laughs> I'm like, look, this is like your moment. I've been following Bia for a while, ever since she was on uh, the Sisterhood of Hip Hop. And I was really disappointed. I'm like, this is your big moment with this huge song and you're giving lethargy. I was not inspired by the performance at all, which was super disappointing. Um, yeah. But overall, I mean, I didn't watch the whole show either. I just watched like the clips of the performances online. Who has time mm. to watch the show anymore? Yeah, I I didn't watch it. I I thought I had missed it. And then obviously I did, but I, I heard that the performances were just like lackluster. Yeah. Um, and a lot of what? Lotto did a good job. Did she? Okay. And I'm, okay, that's, that's a lot. Cool. Just, you know, I'm just glad she finally changed her name. But <laughs> but did she though? But did she? You know, and I love, I'm from Atlanta. I love Lotto. It's just interesting because that is a word that I don't want to say. I, I mean, I kind of did grow up with it. I saw it in the, the books a lot. So. I feel like living in California, 
I don't know. Like, I'm not saying it wouldn't have been a problem in the South. I just feel like more of my friends out here are, like, upset with it. Whereas, like, not that they're not upset with it at home, but I don't know. I feel like it's just something I grew up with. So her name, I was just like, okay, um, probably was not the best choice. But, yeah. Um, I do like her music, though. Um, what is it? Big Energy. <laughs> another mm-hmm. another sample where I'm like, okay, uh, all right. But I do you like her lamb, music. right? You know, I'm like huh? a full, I'm full on like lamb, like Mariah Carey. <laughs> I did yeah. not know. I should, oh, I should yeah. actually have people start off in the beginning saying who they stand for. That's what I'm going to do moving forward. So Leslie, please tell, tell us which fan clubs you are a part of. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm like, like probably, I don't know, national board member lamb. I've been in it okay. since 1990. Um, so <laughs> there's that for sure. That's the only one I'm like very clearly in the rest. It's like, yeah, I'd say I'm part of the Navy. I'm I'm into the Hive, but like membership level, I'm not on the executive board. Mm, okay, all right, okay, good to know. So, what did you think about that sample? Yeah, it took me a while. Okay, <laughs> I had to tell myself I was like, you know what, Mariah sampled it herself. Yeah. So anyway, technically, it's not it's not a sample of Mariah Carey, <laughs> but I mean, it was it's fine. It's it's fine. I have to at some point release the hold I have on 1996 to 2002 like so specific I have to let it go I have to let the kids let the kids enjoy it as well not the kids not the kids approaching geriatric millennial age okay lord lord okay well I'm gonna pray for you and your knees Leslie with the good knees. No, Leslie with the, the stable, the stable knees. Correct. Um, <laughs> and then also last week, um, R. Kelly was found guilty in sex trafficking. So finally, I mean, we kind of like it's it's like been past time. So like Absolutely. that is what I it feel- is. I just kill him who passed the fact that he married a child and continued mm-hmm. to prosper for decades, even though everyone knew back then. We didn't just learn about his marriage to Elliot in the past two years. No, we knew when it happened. It's so weird. Like, I didn't know about any of that till like, my teens. But it's also really weird that her family, I guess they didn't want to, like, tarnish her legacy because I feel like they've also done so much to, like, say that that wasn't true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they've done so much to be like, it did that didn't happen. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Or I'm like, maybe they couldn't control it. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. It's just, it's sad. I am happy her music is um finally on streaming services, although, like, that's kind of shady within itself, that whole situation. But I think for the fans, like, it's been past time. So, oh, yeah. But, Absolutely. Yeah, the whole R. Kelly thing is, it's just, it's like, it's just, it's, it's, it's really crazy. And it's, it's weird when like a whole bunch of people have been like, like black women specifically like saying this and like, no one takes you seriously. Like just yeah. the whole gaslit of it all. is just like exhausting. Um, and I don't want to get into like Bill Cosby cause we're, I want to like, just keep to music, but it's just, I'm just like all y'all like, like, what what is what what is going on? But I mean, but I want to circle back to something you said earlier, right? About separating 
the artist from the music. And I'm like, that is actually not possible. Possible. It's not. With somebody like R. Kelly. It seems like they're ready. It's clearly written for a child. That's disgusting. All these sex songs that he has are inspired by underage girls or women who he is abusing. How can you how can you separate the two? You can't. And I hear that a lot. I hear that again, back to being gaslit. No, it's not that serious. He's a great artist. He's a genius. He's also a predatory piece of shit. Yeah. And I can hear you about that. Aren't, and aren't, you're from Chicago, right? I feel like yeah. out of anybody, you get you get you can say that even louder. <laughs> right. I mean, but, I never saw him at like, you know, the McDonald's and everything like that, but I have a lot of friends who did. And we're like, Oh yeah, R. Kelly was outside all the time. One of my friends told me like he would have puppies with him because you know girls love dogs. I was like, yeah. this that's disgusting. That's again predatory behavior. So we've been known. Yeah, and what's really like sad, also in my opinion, I watched one of the like surviving R. Kelly docs, and they were talking about how he was like rebranding by doing gospel songs, and he's in one of my favorite gospel songs, and I like am conflicted like that. I don't listen to R. Kelly. It's a Kirk Franklin song. Um, but that is one song that I like really, really like. But when I listen to it, it's hard to listen to it because it's a gospel song with R. Kelly on it. Um, and Mary J. Blash is on it too. Uh, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called Lean On Me. Um, mm-hmm. But I, it's just like weird now, like as an adult, when I watched it and it was talking about him like rebranding and I believe I can fly. And like now I'm looking back on that, like, oh my gosh, I do remember that era. I do remember, remember him doing gospel. And I remember him mm-hmm. um, doing like, I, uh, I'm the world's greatest and like step in the name of love and like all these things to like distract you. And it's just like, it's just like, obviously as a adolescent, I wouldn't have picked those things up. But like now as an adult, it's like, Oh my gosh, like, damn, this was, and I, and listen, trapped in the closet was like me and my, my sister used to like wait on the radio Mm -hmm. for it to come out. Like it was like such a thing. And now I'm just like, Oh my gosh. So that's it's hard. It's hard. It I mean, hard. music was like integral everywhere so in our lives, and mm-hmm. to just but every time I, I'm tempted, I'm like, black women and girls are way more important mm-hmm. than anything you could ever create. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I was listening to B2K the other day, and one of their songs it was like written and produced by R. Kelly, and I was like, oh my gosh, um, yeah, what a girl like, wants. What a, yep. And girlfriend, what a girl ones. I mean, yeah, girlfriend. They had the Pied Piper remix, which you know, problematic. No, problematic. Yes, yes, yes. Pied Piper, and like that went over my head as an adolescent. I just feel like the yeah. the nerve of you to just taunt everybody so publicly, right? And then think you wouldn't get caught. Like, all right, if it yeah. wasn't for those meddling kids, no. If it wasn't for you putting in your music, literally calling yourself Pied Piper. Like you, you did all these things and really thought you weren't gonna get caught. Like, okay, right, right, right. in front of our face. Like, but um, anyways, this is supposed to be kind of light, but yeah, it's um, I hope that like the victims and survivors, I should say, not victims. I hope the survivors, you know, I hope this brings them some kind of peace or solace. Um, I don't know yeah. if it will, but you know, kind of, kind of is what it is, and I, I do think about them. Um, often, but same. Um, yeah, so I guess that's really most of the news updates. I know that um, Don Tolliver came out with the album. I have not gotten a chance to listen to it yet. Um, oh, and basically all of LA except for me was at the WizKid concert. I saw you were there. How was that? 
Or I'm sorry, the Burner Boy. The Burner Boy concert and Wizkid did come out. Yes. Yes. And like when that happened, everybody was like, ah. <laughs> And you know, I'm Nigerian too. So it was just like so many feelings at once with Black excellence, Nigerian excellence. It was an amazing time. <laughs> I've only been to Hollywood Bowl twice. The last time I was there, last and first time I was there for the D Night show. And um, the second mm. time being Boy. And there's just something about like having a glass of wine, dancing outside with thousands of people that I just like cannot re- replicate it. I love the technology and whatnot, but like that is something that I didn't realize how much I missed it until I went back to concerts uh, like two Ugh. months ago. I can't wait. I'm supposed to go to my first concert um, in November. Um, but it's so funny because when I was like trying to think of what episode to do with you, my another idea that I had was like auntie music because you and April. Are- I will come back. <laughs> yes, I will come back for that. <laughs> If your listeners will have me, I will come. Because <laughs> I was like, but then I've already we've already done like a cookout episode. And I was like, is auntie music and cookout music the same? But then I was like, maybe we should talk about like what classifies, like what are the um, ingredients to auntie music, mm. and then like what what does that come with? You know, like does it come with a sandal thrown at you? Does it come <laughs> with potato salad? You know, like comes <laughs> with a vacuum. Right. Does it come with um, unlimited mimosas because you don't have kids, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So maybe we'll do that. And maybe we'll see if if Auntie April (laughs) is available too. Because I feel like I feel like her auntie playlist is probably like really good if she has one. (laughs) Um, All right, cool. Yes. Okay. So we'll we'll definitely like make that happen. But yeah, that was in the back of my mind. I was like, I wonder would she be interested in doing this? Um, all right, cool. So now we're going to move into songs with names slash say my name. So I'm so excited for this. Basically, we're going to talk about some of our favorite songs that have names in them. Um, this was really fun to put together. So fun. So fun. Okay. So I'm going to go first. I have a lot of songs, but I'm I think we'll do 10 and 10 because I'm like, I'm not going to get through all these. Um, Okay. So I think the first song that I want to talk about um, is Valerie by Amy Winehouse. That is one of my favorite songs. Um, Such a great song. It's such a good Listen. And I have another one on here with her but um yeah why don't you come on over valerie like it's that's mm-hmm. it's just such a good song her voice is amazing um truly just like gone way too soon but yeah that was absolutely one of my favorite songs with names for um, me it was the runs when she sings valerie like oh yes valerie. yes yes so good so good it's and it's it's such a good like sunday song too i don't know something about it that just there's a euphoria that comes with it Mm -hmm. um but i i love valerie by by amy winehouse what you got Ooh. um speaking of somebody else who was gone way too soon and i think you have on your list too tupac and brenda's got a baby listen i mean a storytelling Yes. But like very yes. real storytelling. It's even the instrumental, it's haunting. The sort mm-hmm. the story mm-hmm. itself is disturbing. The song the instrumental is haunting as well. It's just such a well done song. For that to be like his debut single. Well, we should have known he was gonna have mm-hmm. a huge impact on 
he's such a good storyteller. I think that video is like black and white too, right? Mm -hmm. And like, yep. yeah, that was a that was a really good one. I remember like watching that like younger. I didn't quite get it, but like as an adult, obviously I get it. But um, that's a really a really good one. I didn't know that was his debut single. I feel like I'm showing my age, but I didn't know that. <laughs> um, yeah, before yeah. Death Row. He's he's such a good storyteller. He really is. Yeah, he ain't gone way um, too soon. I did have that one. I know, gone way too soon. I did have that one on my list too. My mom loves her some some Tupac, so I grew up with that one. <laughs> um. Okay. We can't talk about. Okay, wait, hold on. I don't know which one I want to do next. I have two Michael Jackson songs. Okay, so okay. this is so random, but I love Ben by Michael Jackson. Again, um, he was, was singing down. <laughs> Little child Michael loved that rat. I love that song. He was singing about his rat, his pet rat. And my mom would be like, are you okay? Because when I tell you, I used to listen to this song on repeat. Like I would put it on in the kitchen and just sing. And why, like about a rat, like about a rat. <laughs> um, and the way that he sings like about this rat is just so like passionate. And he's just, you could tell how much he loved, loved his pet, his pet, his pet yeah. rat Ben. Yeah, um, I, I love that song. I love that song. I love. He that. conveyed like, such amazing emotion as a child. Like mm -hmm. that's how you know he was gonna be, again. Mm -hmm. That's how you know somebody's going to have a lasting impact because to have that mastery at what he was like, what nine or ten when he recorded that. Right, like he he made. I didn't even know Ben, and I miss him. You know, that's that's <laughs> what that song did for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. What What do you have next? Um, let's go with Hey There Delilah and hey the whole that, that song had for the <laughs> longest time. I was like, oh my gosh. And like the thing is, I would hear the song at parties because this mm -hmm. came out when I was in college, either late high school or early college. And I remember being like, this is killing the vibe, but it's a bop. <laughs> so like, right. we're going to right to for big sean song or whatever to this and like okay i guess we'll all commune about like the love we don't have right and also the guitar is just like so iconic i'm gonna play a little bit of it it's so simple but so iconic yeah like that song brings people together although didn't it come out later that it's kind of creepy but um still, yeah, still a bop <laughs> still a bop it feel like bop. it's like the white swag surf <laughs> Everybody is everybody is united. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. No, but for that you're you're not wrong because white people and black people love that song. So Right. Um, <laughs> it came out in 2005. Wow, what a time. Okay, what a school, time. Yeah. Plain white tees. <laughs> Where are they now? <laughs> um okay, let me see what else I have. Okay, so there's a lot of songs with Maria in them. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like obviously I have to go with the iconic Maria, Maria. 
But I also just wanted to suggest a song that um, I don't know if a lot of people know. It's called Maria Don't Call Me by Santino Le Saint. Um, he is British. Um, and I have like introduced a few of my friends to the song and all of them really like it. Um, it has some strong guitar in it. It's not like, um, it's not anywhere similar to Maria Maria, but, um, it's, it's really good. So I just wanted to like suggest that one and and throw it out there. And I think you should check it out, Leslie. I think you, you might like, I don't know if it's going to be your jam, but, um, yeah, it's, it's. It's slower, but um, I really like I the guitar in the beginning. Yeah, Maria, don't call me. And then the cover art is, I believe, from it's what's her name? Cher from Clueless, I believe, on like a oh, Alicia a Silverstone card. Oh, I'm sorry, Alicia Silverstone. What I don't know what her name is in Clueless. I have not seen Clueless all the like, way through. Y'all don't judge me. Okay, I was like, don't you judge me. <laughs> I okay, um, but yeah, it's one. It's one of my favorite songs, and I just wanted to suggest something that people might not be familiar with. So thank you. I'll check that out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, uh, you're up next. Cool. I'm gonna go with Halle Berry. Halle Berry, <laughs> <laughs> like, like Hurricane Chris. Like he knew what he was doing. <laughs> Because that was the era where you couldn't just have a song, you had to have a dance as well. And Mm -hmm. to make your hook, I don't know, the name of one of the most famous actresses ever, and then have a dance that's all about replicating being fine, chef's kiss. I mean, first off, having a song, like, title after you is such, like, a level of, like, you made it, but also for the song to be good. And and for you, like, it's bold for you to make a song called Halle Berry. Like, it has to be fire. And he delivered. Right. He really did. He he really did. Halle Berry, like he performed that song right. before, like yeah, the Louisiana <laughs> government or something like that. I think he was at the yeah. courthouse and performed that song, and Black Twitter <laughs> had a field day. Like not I'm, just serenading the governor. Halle Berry. Halle. It's funny though, because I, you know, Black people we add an S to a lot of things, and so I'm like, is it Halle Berry? Halle Berry's. You know, it depends on. <laughs> When you sing it, if you've had some drinks, um, right? You know, but no, that's that's definitely a black anthem for sure. I so wonder how she likes that song. I I feel like she likes it. Um, uh, I used. yeah, I feel like she likes it. She I think it's like a compliment in a way right. for sure. Um, I mean, I would I would be flattered. A lot of the songs I was gonna say that have my name in it i don't love um there's a 21 savage song where he says not tiffany but jess and i have a friend named jess and i'm just like all right that's fine that's fine you win this round but um <laughs> Barry, that's a, that's a good choice um okay let me see let me see let me see okay so i feel like i could not talk about songs with names without talking about stan by eminem because oh it's gosh. like it's layered in so many ways. Like one, that's where obviously like the term stand comes from, but that video, I love the video. I love the song. It's dark, but it's, it's so good. And it tells such a good story. And it also just like personifies (laughs) stands and like, I am a stand and I, I, I would hope I'm not that crazy, but like, I'm not saying I'm a stand, but I'm not saying, but it's also just one of my favorite Eminem songs. Um, yeah. I love, I love Stan. It's really long, but it's, it's a work of art. I will say. 
it's, it's such an amazing song and like Dido like that sample was perfect and mm-hmm. the fact that Dido came back and sang on mm-hmm. it and was in the video was just perfect and like I love it when you sample a song and you very clearly have like the artist support and you do a mm-hmm. good job yes yes and it just it just told like such a good story and I feel like too when people find out like that's where it came from then they're like is everything okay and it's like <laughs> is everything okay like he was clearly right. this was ahead of its time and he you know I would like to think he saw the direction that, like, this was, you know, going to go. But, um, yeah, yeah, all around I mean, just. Eminem was starting to bubble when, like, social media was becoming a thing. I mean, he was really, really hot when social media was starting to become a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like you're saying, like, I think you're right. Like, he probably did see where this is going because people feel like they know you when they mm-hmm. really don't. But, like, have the music, you have all this press coverage adding on the fact that you have social media now. People are following you around, paparazzi. Stan culture did not exist. It does not exist in the vacuum. Yeah. Saw yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like he definitely saw it before, before it was coming, but yeah, you, you worded it up perfectly. Perfectly. Um, all right. What you got? Uh, we'll stick with hip hop. Um, okay, okay. Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. Oh, that's such a good one. I can't believe I didn't think of that one. That's such a good one. Oh my gosh, that's such a good one, Leslie. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I love Big Sean. I feel like Big Sean's skills as an MC are often underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody a long time ago, I, I'm totally blanking on who said it, but they, I think it was on Twitter, and they were saying that Big Sean kind of suffered from like being Kanye's little annoying little brother. Like that was kind of <laughs> the persona that's unfortunately stuck because I'm like, Big Sean is nice. But we don't ever really talk about him in terms of like upper echelon MCs when I think we really should. Because he does not, he's not have a whack project. Some are better than others, but he's never released a bad project to me, which is rare. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because he's just, he's like not appreciated enough. He's really, he's really not. And he always delivers. But yeah, it's weird because he did get lumped into like corniness, but it's like, I don't feel like he's corny like when i think of like corny rappers i think of like chance now at least um (laughs) maybe kyle but i like kyle's music but it's not like you know it's it's not like kanye or jay-z but right yeah he just doesn't get i think i don't know do you think people also didn't take him seriously because he dated ariana grande like i feel like i feel like because she during that time too like I don't like she was she was marketing herself I feel like more for a younger audience and like he was older and mm. so I don't know I feel like it, but then he dated Naya and then I feel like when he dated Naya uh, Rivera um, I feel like he got a little bit more street cred and then when he dated when he was dating Jean which I uh, I'm sorry Janae which I heard that they broke up recently again um, then Today. I feel like he got more <laughs> Probably, probably by the end of this podcast, we'll be back together. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I, I never thought about it. Him being Cor- uh, Kanye's like little brother. That's I just never thought about that. But yeah, I'm like, what what does he have to do for y'all to take him more seriously? I know. I feel like marketing really failed him. A lot of his Agreed. projects just came and went when they shouldn't have. Like, I decided it's a fantastic album, and I feel like its moment was way too short. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I guess there are a lot of 
male rappers too, but he really does deliver on his features and everything. Like, yeah, pretty solid. So, um, yeah, that's a great song. I cannot believe I didn't think of that. That's a really good one. You you did that one, and now you're taking me back. To, I, and I should have known then that I was like going to really love Nicki Minaj too because he had that song. Um, she was on that the ass remix, and I used to play mm-hmm. that shit like all the time. Like I was obsessed with that song. Um, I should have known then, but yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. Great, great. <laughs> Thank you. What do you have up next? <laughs> okay, let me see. Um, okay, this one is for my parents because when did this song come out? Hold on, let me let me look it up. All I know is every time I got in the car and we turned on V one hundred and three, I just heard Charlene by Anthony mm. Hamilton. And mm-hmm. I was just like, if I have to hear this song one more time, like, is everything okay? Like, No, it was not. She wouldn't come <laughs> home. 2003. 2003. Ooh, I'm just like, I love if she, song. I love it too, but oh my, the, 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 the chokehold this song <laughs> had on black radio in 2003 was strong. Did not yeah. come up for air like oh my god like this this yeah. in like life Jennings I swear 2003 but Charlene I hope Whoa. I hope she I hope she came home because like I, we can't keep doing this <laughs> we just can't I, I feel like at that time B103 was playing that it was song. B103 yes they're playing a lot of Kim yes and they're playing I need a soul child <laughs> I I'm just like is everything very, okay and is- soul, like. Like it was like tail and Neo Soul, yeah, it was a time. But yeah, no, he sang down. I felt so bad for him because that album was amazing. Because also, I think that was on coming from where I'm from, which is also like exactly another like dark <laughs> song. And I was like, my man mm-hmm. was going through it. I was that's why I was so happy when Slow Mo came out with Jill Scott. And I'm like, good, you, you your spirit is lighter now, Anthony. Oh, gosh, I just wanted to hug him. Like <laughs> every time I heard that song, I was just like, "What is going on?" Like, and um, I feel like too, Anthony Hamilton is like just one of those artists that like, like Anthony Hamilton and John Legend are like black men go up for them. So I also was like, "Are y'all okay?" Like, you know, are, are do we need to have like a talk? I was eleven when this song came out. Okay, eleven, <laughs> like. You know, but um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, they, they emote though, which I can appreciate. I pre- I mean, I guess this is the only time we'll get their feelings out is is through music. <laughs> but damn, I just Go remember getting. Listen, no, for real, one hundred percent. It's actually mental health. Um, I think it's mental health day today. When this comes mm-hmm. out, it'll be two days later. But still. The, the the sentiment still stands like go to therapy please um everybody not just black men but like especially black men but everybody um but yeah yeah and you know shout out to charlene i hope you are doing okay i hope you're somewhere the sun is shining on you having a great day um and, and anthony hamilton i hope you're having a great day too <laughs> um all right what do you what do you have next Keeping with, uh, you know, men begging women, Sarah Smile, Holland Oates. I don't know if I know this one, Sarah. Oh, it is old. Keep sure you look up the year. It is old. And it's Who one of those songs. Carol Hall and John mm-hmm. Oates. 
Yeah, I don't know this one. I'm sorry. This is before my time. Oh, before mine too. It is old, sis. But it's one of those songs that I can guarantee you've heard it in like the grocery store. Okay. It's one of those like easy listening songs. And I bring up that example because for some reason, years ago, I watched Hall and Notes behind the music. And the woman that he wrote okay. the song for, Sarah, she was like, I hear this song all the time. And every time I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> and I really think like that has to be really annoying. If like the circumstances in which the song is written for you aren't the best. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a, let me play a little bit of it because I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard the song. Really? <laughs> 1975. That's what I'm saying. Before, way before either one of us. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this song. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to check it out. Okay. All right, Sarah. Not you introducing me to new music. I know my mom's going to listen to this and be like, you didn't know that? I failed you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Like, I've I'm also so always sorry. been an old soul. I've always been an old soul, so it's not you, it's me. <laughs> I would just like to take this moment to say that I have always wanted to be an old soul, but no <laughs> one has ever said that. And that's okay. I'm learning to accept it. I've, I've, there's two things. I've always wanted to be an old soul, and I've always, I've been really wanting to be mysterious for so long. And my friends are like, it's not in the cards for you, sis. It's just not. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, uh sure if that's what y'all want to want to say but it's fine it's fine i've accepted it <laughs> okay okay i have a um a lot of songs so i think next i'm gonna go with that's okay i'm gonna go with um jane doe by alicia keys um mm. i love yeah, this song great I love this song. I feel like a lot of people don't know it unless you like really like listen to Alicia Keys during that time. It was on her um, debut album, and yeah, it it's just so catchy. Hey yo, Alicia, those <laughs> 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 be killing me thinking they slick with it. Drop the beat. <laughs> First off, I don't know if y'all caught that, but it's with Candy Burris. So written and produced by Legendary. It sounds like Candy. it's written and produced by Candy. It sounds like she had a very significant time. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very 2000s too. Oh, my bad. Mm. I didn't share this with you. I'm sharing it with you now. Sorry. Um, The doc. Um, But. I love that song. I think when did this album probably came out? Like early 2000s. It has a 2000 mm-hmm. song. And I just love that song. And then I didn't know, I guess at that time either, what like Jane Doe meant. Like that was just like, you know, a generic name that you gave somebody or like that, um, you know, like police or whatever game, like like a Jane Doe or whatever. And so I was like, mm-hmm. what is she talking about? And I was like, oh, she's calling you basic. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite songs. Like it's it's kind of shady from Alicia Keys, you know? Oh, very. A little bit. I so. love that album though. That first album was so like, it so was raw. Good. It was. 
It was. I was she just talking about because she lost one. you where? Later, later on. on. The cornrows. She made me want to get cornrows, and I don't even look good with straight back cornrows <laughs> like that. But and I I did it with the beads and stuff, and even like I remember I I keep on fall or uh, falling. Um, that was my song in that music video. Like I, that whole era, I was like, oh my gosh! And I was, you know, not you doing the black bull thing. Of, I just not you doing the whole black black bull thing of like saying the whole name of the song, whole hook instead of the title of the song. <laughs> like when black people talk about my whole life has changed. You mean differences by genuine? <laughs> you say I keep on following. <laughs> Listen. That's what it's called, okay? I mean, it's technically falling, but like you can't just you. Ha- then you start singing it, uh, and then also uh, eventually coming up, I want to have an episode about um like gospel or like choirs and songs, and that one too. Mm-hmm. Like, like when yeah. they join the song, like I was just like, what? This just leveled, like took this song to another level. Yeah. But anyways, J- I'm like, we're supposed to be talking about Jane Doe. My bad. Um, but yeah, that that <laughs> that Alicia Keys album was really 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 good and it was like pivotal to like I think that came out when I was in middle school like I just that was an album that definitely shaped me so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was a um, great album woman's word karma anyway yes 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 what yeah. go wait no not that one that was on that was on diary I think karma or maybe mm-hmm. I'm seeing another song no, karma was on the first album. What goes around? yeah okay anyways not about not me about to have an Alicia Keys day <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely what's gonna happen after we finish um all right what do you have next um you know a whole album which i will say i didn't really go up for it but i feel like it's worth mentioning because it was so public paula by robin thick robin thick is having an interesting time right now but i have not listened to that album is it good i honestly did not enjoy it but i just remember the time and being like Ooh, my man's is down bad publicly because <laughs> like or, Paula was yeah. done. Paula was gone. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. couldn't get her back on his album, but he thought he could. It's just very Disney Channel esque of him to think I'm gonna make this album and then she's gonna come back home. No, you did her dirty very publicly. She's gone. Let it go. But it was just like really sad to see, and it's wild yeah. that she made this album that's never going away. <laughs> yeah, you can't take it back. Yeah, Oof, I think, and the sales were like really low too. I remember. I'm saying I mean, it was going bad all over the place. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like I will do. <laughs> I'm gonna do Billie Jean next. I have mm. another. I, I have another Michael Jackson song, but Billie Jean's just an iconic song. Like you know, iconic baseline. Just all of it, like the whole the whole thing from start to finish, the name, the baseline, uh, cool. who was inspired by, like all of it. We can't talk about songs without names without mentioning Billie Jean. We have to, like those are the rules. And <laughs> I think that's the song that broke like the color barrier at MTV too. I think that was like the first video from a black artist that MTV ever played. Oh, Michael Jack. I mean, honestly, the M and MTV should stand for Michael Jackson because really he really. He really like changed the whole game when it came to music videos and everything. Like I feel like it re- I mean like I'm not joking. It really should be like him. I know Madonna was Madonna too, but like when I think of music videos, I think of Michael Jackson like 100%. I mean, people ran home to watch Thriller. Like it was an event. Wow, we'll 1983. Never know Billie Jean came out in 1983. And the fact that it's still like 
it still sounds so good. You know what I mean? Like produced by Quincy Jones, icon, just like it just it's just it just keeps giving and giving and giving. And do we deserve? Maybe not, but we're thankful. (laughs) Right. Right. Absolutely. It's timeless. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, timeless. Um yeah. Well, Um, I think I might claim your other Michael Jackson song. I'm not looking at your list, but I'm guessing it is Dirty Diana. Of course. Yes. (laughs) Another iconic video. Just like ripping the shirt off with that bird chest. (laughs) Okay, now that was disrespectful. You didn't didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do that. But since you did. Also produced by Quincy Jones. Yeah. A match made in musical heaven. Can you imagine like being alive? Because I wasn't. But that's why I said, can you imagine <laughs> being alive <laughs> when, like, Dirty Diana came out? Like, I just can't oh, even fathom. Like, I can't even fathom at the thought of it. And it's like Michael and, like, his ability to just, like, weave in and out of different genres, but still being authentic mm-hmm. each one is something that's, mm-hmm. like, so rare. I don't know when we'll ever see something like that again. Beyonce's close. Beyonce is real close. I just, uh, yeah, I, I love Beyonce and I love Michael Jackson. And it's just like, it's really great to see like artists just make things that they want to make and like not care about like genres or like, mm-hmm. you know, they just like the sky literally is the limit. And I just like sometimes when I really look back at the things that Michael Jackson did, I'm just like. I cannot believe like a human sat down and thought of this. And I'm sure he had a great Mm -hmm. team and stuff like that, but I'm just still amazed at just like his creativity and his talent. Like it's just unmatched. Like it's, it's ridiculous. It honestly is. (laughs) If I'm being honest, but. um, And it's my kids who are five years old right now who only know Michael Jackson as somebody who is no longer with us still know Billie Jean. They still know Thriller. Yeah. 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 Genius. Um, Okay, well, playing off of the Jackson, I'm going to go with Miss Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. By Outkast. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Who I am for real. <laughs> that song also had a chokehold on us when it came out. Like, anybody who had Jackson in their name, I'm sorry. Because you got <laughs> song, that song um, so much. And, I mean, you can thank Outkast for that. You're welcome. Um but yeah, that's that's an iconic one. I feel like we, I mean, like this wasn't on my list, but also Rosa Parks. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say next too. Okay, okay, sorry. You gotcha. You go then. No, I was gonna say like that's perfect. And I was thinking about that song the other day because I was listening to a podcast um, about that song, and you know how Rosa Parks sued them um, mm-hmm. for use of her name, and apparently her nephew went to an outcast show obviously years ago and met them was like, yo, my auntie doesn't actually care. Her lawyers just saw this and was like, we should sue. But like, it's Mm. not her. Rosa Parks herself is not beefy with that. And I'm like, that's always trying to make a dollar off or something. That sounds right. Right. Uh, It's also got to be comforting to them to know like, hey, the civil rights icon doesn't actually hate us. (laughs) No, I love that. I love that. Cause yeah, I'm like, we don't, we don't need that unnecessary beef within the culture right um okay but also on the rosa park song i feel like the radios never played the end but i love the end 
where he's just oh, going so off. Beautiful. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's so country huh? and beautiful. I love it. It is. Let me see if I can play some of it. You know that was Andre's stepdad. Anyways, um, what a time. Just what a time. Outcast, what, what, what's going on? Where are y'all? Can we expect anything? Anytime I mean, no? you know, 3K delivered that beautiful verse on the you know that didn't make donda that literally made me cry i was like i have not cried to a song in decades and then that verse had me like it's on the floor of my bathroom I'm like okay <laughs> i never need to hear this beautiful song <laughs> ever again so yeah Damn, 3K no. is one of the best I ever did it. also andre 3000 um wait okay hold on did did, who went last? I, I'll, I'll get into it in, in my next song in a minute. But Andre 3000 has, like, some of the most interesting features. Um, he is on a Kesha song that is one of my favorites. And I forgot about it. But I'm just like, this man does, like, I truly believe him when he says, like, I just want to make music with people yeah. that I enjoy. Because, like, whoever think to put Andre 3000 and Kesha on a song together? Not me. But um, he, it's it's a song, and it's one of my favorite songs. But yeah, he's he seems just like such good energy, you know. He just he seems like just a ball of just like goodness. I feel like he smells like cocoa butter, like you know. <laughs> just, you know? Yeah, Ugh. I want to meet him on- so badly. I mean, I've read on Twitter like people have met him. You know, mm-hmm. he's at the Grove playing the flute all the time. And like, I have only heard about people having great interaction with him. Same. I have never Same. heard a bad story about him. And I was like, Same. I love that. Same, love More that. I, I love that because sometimes I don't want to meet people, and I, there are people who I've like had really high expectations, and then you meet them, and they're like an asshole, and they just suck. And then, yeah, like the whole "Don't meet your heroes" thing. Have experienced that a few times, but like I have yeah. not heard of a bad experience with Andre Three Thousand. So, um, I think I went last. I think you're next, right? Cool. Or did you? I can't remember. Yeah, you go next. We both kind of said Rosa Parks. (laughs) Because I I think I said Miss Jackson, and then we both said Rosa Parks. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Next one is uh, Stacy's mom has got it going on. (laughs) That one's a blame. What a time. What a time. The original MILF anthem. (laughs) Like, really. Absolutely. I remember the video too, and just being like, "This is weird, but funny." That that was a TRL days, TRL's heyday. Uh, what a time! I don't, I literally don't know most of that song. I just know the chorus, but I just remember saying Stacy's mom, and everybody who was named Stacy just like really felt empowered to talk about their mom at a time at that time. Two thousand two thousand and three. Wow, mm-hmm, time is mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of gross. Um, <laughs> it's okay, gross. let's do two more. Okay, so since I mentioned Kesha, I actually had a Kesha weekend like last weekend and was listening to a lot of Kesha. Um, and I love Steven. Like she has a song called Steven. It's like actually I'll play some of it. Um, Steven, I really enjoyed that song. Why won't you call me? Yes, <laughs> it's so petty. It's so petty. She's like, I don't care that you're with your girlfriend, but seriously, why don't you call me? 
Honestly, intro alone is iconic. So, <laughs> but one of my favorites by Kesha. Um, Kesha honestly also deserves more. I was going back to her albums last week, and I was just like, "We really, I think we did go hard, but we could have went harder." You know, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I feel like the single selection for Kesha was always questionable. Really? You don't think TikTok was a good single? Like, which singles are you referring to? Well, also, was, I'm thinking about TikTok in particular, but, like, I also, maybe I had already, like, aged out of that by the time it, it dropped. 2010, it yeah. I was a yeah, senior. It, yeah. Yeah, I was already in, in college, and I think it was, like, kind of, it felt to me like it was chasing that Black Eyed Peas moment in sound, mm. which I was very much over. Interesting. So, like, she can actually sing. <laughs> It gave me, like, chaotic vibes. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Because I do see what you're saying with Black Eyed Peas. But, like, um, like Your Love is My Drug and Animal. I don't think, like, Black Eyed Peas would go that direction. But, like, I just feel like it's very, like, fist pump, like, yeah. energy. Um, but, no, it's I, – I see what you're saying. But, yeah, it was 2010, and I was a senior. And it was just, like I, – I remember, like, the white people loved it. And yep. – um, black people loved some of it, but like not as much as like you know everyone else. But um, yeah, Kesha Kesha did that. I love that song, yeah. Stephen. Um, what you got next? Um, I'll go with I. I doubt you know this song because okay. it's also kind of old, not Sarah Smile old, <laughs> but maybe like early mid nineties old. Um, it's Renee. By okay. the Lost Boys. Um, Mr. Cheeks is like the main member of the Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. Very distinct voice. Um, and it's like a, a fantastic, it's like a love story. And you don't really hear those in hip hop too often. I mean, granted, spoiler alert, she dies. But like, mm-hmm. we don't spoiler really hear alert. rappers talk about like women that they were in love with without mm-hmm. calling them bitches. You know, he was like, no, I met this girl. She was <laughs> fine. Things progressed. And, you know, she was loving my life. And then, of course, unfortunately, she was killed. But they even go into detail about her mom paged me saying it was an emergency. And it's just like a really dope story. And the beat is nuts. And there's a line in it where he said she wants to be a lawyer. In other words, Shorty studied law. And I went to law school. So when I went to law school, I, like, posted that as my Facebook status. So that song is going to hold on me. Not having a hold on you. I also see, I guess it was on the um, Don't Be a Menace soundtrack. Ghetto fairy tale. You are right. I do not know that, but I'm checking it out. <laughs> Thank you for introducing me to that. Um, <laughs> music. <laughs> No, okay, so I have two to listen to. I have to listen to Sarah Smiles and Renee. Okay. Um, okay, so for my... Yes, okay, so for my last song... I don't know, I have so many on here. Um, okay, actually, I'm going to do one that's not on here because I know my mom is going to be listening. <laughs> so my mom's name is Sherry and my middle name is Cherie and she was like you have to talk about my Sharia more by Stevie Wonder and I was like is that technically a name but it's like her name 
So I'm just going to dedicate my last song. I feel like it sounds like she's forcing me to do this. <laughs> let me change Let me change my tone. I'm dedicating my song. <laughs> Lovingly to my mom. Uh, her birthday was also last week. She is a Libra as well. Uh, Ooh, my Sharia Moore by... Happy belated. My Sharia Moore by Stevie Wonder, which is also... It It genu- genuinely is a beautiful song. Um, it is. I don't know if it technically counts as a name, but her name is Sherry, so she counts it as a name. Your mom said so. She said so, and it's her birthday season, so. What I love about it, too, is it almost sounds like a Christmas song. I don't, like, it has the elements. I love that. I was just thinking yesterday, I cannot wait to play Luther Vandross's Christmas album. I am so excited. I love Luther, Luther's Christmas music so much. That's um, my parents' favorite Christmas album. Mine is Temptations, outside of Mariah Carey, obviously. Okay, okay. That's that's fair. That's fair. But, I don't, man, Luther, my family thinks I, like, really stand him. I, I don't know all his songs, but the songs that I do love by Luther, I love by Luther. Like, those are my songs. And his Christmas yeah. album just does something for my spirit. It just, it really does. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right, so I'm done with my list. What is your final song? I will end on uh, Paris Morton Music by okay. good old Drake. Drake, right. Yeah, I was like, that's Drake, right? Yep, yep, because I feel like you can't have a music show these days without mentioning our certified lover boy. Listen, Adele said that's her favorite album of 2021. Adele has spoken. Um, oh, it's so funny because oh. I, thought, I thought about including Georgia's interlude, but I was like, is this cheating technically? But um, t- talk to us about Paris Morton music. <laughs> but honestly, like I remember hearing it and being like, why does it sound so familiar? Because I heard it reverse. Like, I heard Ashton Martin music first. And then I randomly had on like some old Drake and I was like, where do I know this from? So, I mean, way to make a song and then keep milking it. He does it a few times. Like even with I'm on one, that was trust issues. And then it became Khaled's I'm on one. And I was like, look, if you got a good idea, keep it going. Mm-hmm. But also being Paris Morton has to be freaking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, Did you really? yeah. my government, really? Honestly, you know, that is a good point. I wonder, like, if you, if there is a song named after you, like, at a certain point, it probably does get annoying. Like, at first, it's probably flattering, and then you hate it. Or maybe at first, you hate it, and then it's flattering, you know? We should check in with all these people and see how they feel. I know, feel right? <laughs> Sarah, like, Paris, which I love, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven, did you ever call Kesha? Maria, did you call Santino? Um, did Valerie ever come over? Charlene. No, okay, okay. Uh, That was, that was so much fun. We, we didn't even get to, we still have some other songs. Um, I'll list them out or make a playlist of all of them, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of good songs, um, on our list. The Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay really like, I'm, I'm excited. Like today, I think I'm going to listen to Alicia Keys and that. So I'm very, very excited about that. Nice. Um, all right, so now we're going to transition into, so, nor- like, pick ones are songs that have, like, the same name, um, but by different mm-hmm. artists. And then, like, For Fun is kind of a spin off of that where, like, it might be, like, a word or two that's similar but, like, not quite the same. So for mm-hmm. this episode, I tried to do songs that were names. Um, mm-hmm. So I have Mona Lisa by Lil Wayne and Kendrick Lamar versus Masterpiece Mona Lisa by Jasmine Sullivan. Um, 
So out of those two songs, which one would you pick? Or like if I said, play Mona Lisa, what out of those two, like which one are you going to play? Jasmine Sullivan, like not even a question. Like, uh, first of all, she's just so talented. I love her voice. Um, and I don't know. I feel like the Mona Lisa, Lil Wayne and Kendrick is so aggressive. It's a great story, but like. It's, it's a bit chaotic a, too. Yes, it's chaotic. And like, of course, mm-hmm. being a woman in hip hop, you get like, you become immune to like all the bitches and hoes after some point. But that song is like really, really full of that versus Jasmine Sullivan's. Mona Lisa, which is just like mm-hmm. uplifting, way more positive energy and just an easier listen, honestly, to yeah. me. So for me, it's Jasmine. How about you? I think so, too. I really love this album in general, um, reality show. And Jasmine's also going to be at the festival that I'm going to. I'm so excited. I've never Ooh, seen nice. her live. Um, oh, she's amazing. But- I saw her in Ryan Leslie years ago. Okay, I'm so, so, so excited. But this song is just so good, and her voice is so good, like, all of it. And I was listening to both of them yesterday, and I do love Kendrick. I mean, Lil Wayne and Kendrick's parts are both good, but I really enjoy Kendrick's part, but it takes so long to get to it. Um, And it's it's also a longish song. So, um, in general, I play Jasmine's more than – I actually really don't play the other one that much, so it would be Jasmine for me. Um. And then our next choices, I have Hey Steven by Taylor Swift. And then Steven, I spelled it wrong here. It's still going to bother me. Let me fix it. By Kesha. Um, so which one? I feel like I know which one you're going to choose, but. <laughs> right. And I feel like I know your choice too. Um, the thing is, like, they're both great songs. The thing is, I actually yeah. do like both of them. I feel like it's the opposite of what I just said, right, about, the, about Mona Lisa. Because I feel like Taylor Swift's Hey Steven is. It's like a great like spin song. It's very like it's cute. It's boppy. But like again, the chaotic energy from Kesha is what I live for. <laughs> like yeah. I don't care who's yeah. your girlfriend. I don't give, I don't give a shit if you're with your girlfriend, but no seriously, please call me. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you call me? I said it Yeah, I agree. And it's also just so fun to sing. It's so fun. Right. It is Kesha fun just, and like she just relatable. Gives you, <laughs> yes, relatable. Just like, I feel like I've said chaotic like three times now, but it is just very chaotic energy. But I love that about Kesha. Like, yeah, I do. I mean, that's not, it's for anybody who has sat by their phone waiting for a text to come and gets mad when it's not the person you want it to be from. <laughs> right. Yes, that's all we know. Fun. All relatable. You've been there. I've been there. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. And then, so last. You can either do I Can't Stress This, where you just, like, talk about something um, that's on your mind, that, like, a rant that you want to get off, or because Latin and Hispanic Heritage Month ends in a few days, um, if you want to suggest some Latin music, you can do that. So whatever is on your chest. Or I can, Ooh, do you so want yeah. me to go first? Or yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, because I think I've gotten half my rants off already. <laughs> I was going to say, because <laughs> yeah, at first I was like, do I want to talk about jesse but i feel like i've already given enough attention i think something that had like bothered me about that was like um i had read like you know leanne which is the black member in little mix you know she talked about experiencing like racism and stuff and it didn't seem like jesse like supported her um and then for her to like basically like blackfish i don't know it just seems really insensitive and whenever there's like girl group drama it's always like you always find out that like the black girl was mistreated and then you know always. you know yeah then camila cabello like goes off and like becomes like whatever and 
find out that she like said the n-word and like all this other stuff and so um that's kind of disappointing speaking of latin uh latin and hispanic heritage month but i'm gonna try to keep it positive even though i just start off with that um (laughs) (laughs) so one artist that i really really love um her name is paloma mommy um she's from chile and she had an album come out this year I don't speak Spanish, so I'm going to do my best. It's called Sueño de Dali. And the album is only 28 minutes long, but it's one of my favorites. Um, she she has a song called Foria, one of my favorites. I don't know how to pronounce this other one. Um, I think it's Gotillo, one of my favorites. Um, there's this interlude called Dreams Interlude. It's really good. The first song I heard by her was called um, Finjias. It's one of my favorite songs. So, um that is someone that I would suggest, like Latin music that I would suggest. Um, another song, let me find it. Okay, again, y'all, I don't speak Spanish, so I'm doing my best. <laughs> let me find out first where this person's from before I just lump them in. Um, they're from Venezuela. I don't, I think it's May is how you pronounce it. It's M A Y E. And this song is called La Cantion. I don't really know what she's singing about, but I like the song and I wanted to suggest it. Vibe. <laughs> and then another song. I, I Rosalia is not, Rosalia is Hispanic, not Latin, but I do love Rosalia. Um, Malamente is one of my favorites. Uh, I think that that's really it for me on the, on the Latin spectrum, but uh, shout out, shout out to Latin people. Thanks for the music. What you got? And as we know, like, and I'm going to kind of piggyback off of that. Um, as you know, it is very, very possible to be Afro-Latino. I feel like we've discussed this before very how true. it seems like, you know, that they're often erased from the picture, which is really unfortunate. Um, but Spotify actually has an initiative called Frequency where they highlight um, Black creators on the platform and they actually have a playlist that is called the Afro-Latino playlist that is full of songs from Afro-Latino artists. You better that, get this plug um, in. Let me go look this up. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm leaving the curation to the experts. And so highly recommend the Frequency tab, the Afro-Latino playlist. Um, there are a bunch of songs Do you know there. what it's called? I'm looking for it. That's literally what it's called. You have to go to Frequency and then it's I, like okay. across the world. Okay. This is Frequency. And they have okay. songs from Azuna in there. They have songs from Cecilia Cruz, so it's not even just new stuff, but just to show you all throughout the diaspora, mm-hmm. um, how like Afro Latinos have had an impact on well, like music all throughout both pop music, uh, you know your reggaeton, mm-hmm. uh, hip hop. So, yeah, I highly recommend checking out this playlist. All right, I'm gonna have to check it out. I was like, you're right. I I, I don't know a lot of um, Afro Latino artists, but I do like Insecure by Amarle Negra. Yes. That's a good one. Um, okay, cool. I will have to check check that out. Now, okay, so now I got Renee, I got Sarah Smiles, and now I got to check out. I have to repeat stuff, y'all, so I don't forget. So that's my, like, mental note to myself. But anyways, this was such a fun episode. I can't wait to have you back for our auntie episode. I don't know when that's going to be, but it's going to be it's going to be so fun. And April don't know it yet, but she's gonna be a part of it. Right. <laughs> she don't know it yet, but she is. Um, thank you, Leslie, for joining me. Um, where can the people find you if you want to drop your handles? 
oh, all my hand, all my good handles are private. But if you okay. tell me, you no know, pressure. If you know who you are, you can still follow me for the L on Instagram. L being spelled E L L E. You can like hit the follow button, but also send me a message telling me you heard me here, so I know you're not a bot. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, um, hope you guys have a great week, and I will see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye.